I don't want to feel like I'm pushing it away or I can comfortably avoid it or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's some fucked up shit. And uh, I uh, I can go back to my regular stuff and play video games and take care of this little baby and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's all, the, all this other shit's also happening. And, um, um, it's really making me so sad. Yeah. Sorry to bring everyone down and force us to think about it. Well, we're well, really here's the thing. You. <laughs> uh, as we all learned in the pandemic, sometimes it's nice to escape for a little while. Yeah. Which is why we have this show. Welcome to AE Doubleback <gasps> oh. for Wednesday, <laughs> November 1st, 2023. Yeah, like, look, is it a downer? Yes. But also, mm. like, there are very few things that uh, have the staying power if it's your sort of thing, than professional wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I was a little kid and, like, getting bullied, and I would watch the show, and I would feel better. Mm-hmm. And I was in my 20s, and I was underemployed and a also a huge piece of shit. And you know what? <laughs> uh, wrestling was there for me. And now it's 2023, and uh, people are dying all over the world in horrible ways for stupid reasons. But you know what? for two hours a week and possibly four hours or five hours or 18 or or like 96 hours because there's enough wrestling out mm. there you could do that if you wanted to for an indeterminate uh, to, amount of hours yeah. for as many hours as you want incalculable you can uh escape for a little while and it's nice so it we're going nice. to celebrate that and we hope that you're celebrating along with us, listening to the podcast, and immediately afterwards, we hope you plunge back into the abyss that is the nightmare Don't. we live in. I nope, mean, that's all you get. That's uh, all you get. It's just this time with us, and then nothing, nothing. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, um. Well, anyway, I want to talk real quick before yes. we start this show. The Omega MJF match from Collision, because mm. watch Collision, because. I find myself drawn and intrigued and because they, they make really it better for and, sure. Yeah. And even though I don't really have the time, I'll like try and like, I'll be watching on my phone while I'm cooking dinner or something like that. And just like sort of squeeze some of it in the Omega MJF match was real concerning to me before coming into it because honestly, I love MJF. Yeah. But Kenny Omega is the best bout machine for a reason. He's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yes. MJF is not someone in the running for, you know, Wrestling Observer's Wrestler of the Year. No. You know what? Like, like who has the best matches? And, yes, he has had a lot of great matches, but you talk about Zack Sabre Jr., you talk about Kenny Omega, and right. you don't talk about MJF. And I will say deservedly so. He's yeah. a great wrestler. But deservedly yeah. so, when you're talking about in-ring action, he is just not on the level of Kenny Omega. Not at all. Kenny does not have a belt. So if you put Kenny Omega in there with a guy who has the belt, it's a real tough situation because yeah. you're going to put MJF. 
over... feels disrespectful. <laughs> it does. Wow. I don't know why it just does. Yeah. 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 It's, I feel a little bit like when uh, a little wisp of a thing beats Nyla Rose. You oh, know? yeah. And, of course. And there's, there's, you know, instances Which like when Re- a lot. Yeah. Well, when you Reno beat Nyla, I'm like, you okay. You can't measure the size of the human heart. No, uh, that's yes, you can. Very you literally true. can. You can just cut it out and put it on a, a scale and weigh it. But uh, no, see, the thing is, a good heart weighs the same as a feather. Uh huh. So, like, you think it's going to be a big, massive heart uh-huh. that would be the champion, but no, it's it weighs that of a feather. All I said was that you can measure it. And you have just proven that one can measure it. You may need Anubis's scale, but <laughs> yeah, you can still it. measure that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so, like, so. <laughs> going into it, I was like, I, I don't know how this turns out where I feel good about it at the end. And it was a real great match. You should absolutely go and watch it if you haven't yet. Um, and at the end, MJF beats Kenny clean. Like uh, Don Callis comes out for like a minute and distracts him, but whatever. Then he goes away and they just have a clean pin. And at that point, I was still like, I don't know about this. But then, you know, he gets up and like they shake hands and hug. And I'm like, it's crazy. All right, then. That makes sense to me. That is really cool because, you know, like. It's not a passing the torch, like Kenny's not no, going anywhere. No. But there is that sort of feeling like uh sure, MGF is great and everybody loves him and he's getting all these pops, but like Kenny is the best fucking wrestler in the world. In the world. And it's kind of it's understandable and it's great that he doesn't have the belt because he's, you know, like a VP Dude, of the company. In a different angle right now. Yeah. And that he's willing to give up the belt to someone else is See, means that, that he is the he cares thing about that, the business and the art yeah, of this. That is the thing that really is at the heart of this. He has yeah. no ego. He knows yeah. he's the motherfucking best. He doesn't need a belt. Yeah. And he doesn't give a shit if someone breaks the record. The record might have been a fluke in the first place just because of everything that was going on with the pandemic and different storylines and stuff. So, you know, um, who knows? But Part of the reason why he's the best in the world or, you know, make the argument that he's the best in the world, one of the best of all time, is that he, you know, makes decisions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he did it at Collision, um, it was another one of those times where it was like, I don't see how this works. And then they showed me how it works. And I am really happy about that. Yeah. AEW, like, they don't hit every single time. But you know what? They hit way more than they miss. A, a really happy Chan. I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> I'm sick. I must be sick. I you want probably that have. <laughs> I'm assuming I have cancer and I'm going to die soon. Uh, I don't have uh, anything to back that up other than just uh, general know, worries. The, world, the world's terrible. So, like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't I have cancer? Yeah. You probably you probably have a brain cloud, like from Joe versus the volcano. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, also, we went and saw live wrestling at Republic yeah, of Lucha, did. and it yes, was the best one yet. If you uh, haven't made it so out yet, insane. if you're anywhere near the area, like even 
if, if you live in San Diego or or, or San Francisco, Vegas. if you're like six hours away, drive Fucking out here, man. Do it. I drive out here. Every time I'm like, is this gonna be worth it? Because I, you know. I this happened to be a really busy week for me. We actually like two weeks, so okay. I was like, "Oh shit!" I mean, it never happens. I do nothing, and then all of a sudden, it's like all the stuff's happening. I was like, "Oh all my god!" I feel yep. it feels uncomfortable. So then I'm like, "Oh god!" I have a th- another thing this night. Oh shit! You know, and I'm like, "Okay, okay, I'm gonna go." Of course, I'm gonna go. Um, but it's like you just whatever. You make plans like months earlier, and then when the plans actually arrive, you're like, "Wait, am I really going to do this?" Anyway, <laughs> uh, so and they say it was going to be like an amazing show, but they always say that, you know. And yeah, it's like, it's what you do, you're a promoter, you yeah, promote right? your show. So um, I didn't know what to expect, and we get there, we have the best fucking seats, which they're general seats, right? Yep, and people do don't sit in the seats we sat in for a fucking reason. Yeah, because yeah. we got cleared out three different times, and the third time, they just were piling up the yeah. chairs on Penta and like doing all the <laughs> shit. So it was like the, there are no more chairs now. So yes, yeah, but it like, was uh, just- <laughs> yeah, yeah we like you 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 piece together the chairs as best you can after every time but after the last time there was just no doing it like we were yeah. there was we we had no choice but to stand at that there point was blood and hot sauce over all over them you know what just let it go we'll stand the matches themselves and the people involved i lost my fucking mind i lost my mind so good lost so much my fun oh it was so good so fun. I mean, they fucking knock it out of the park, man. I mean, of course, right? They're like the best of what they do. And these are, it's a fucking, you know, backyard show. If but you it's can like show. go to live professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. In uh, general. A, a live professional indie wrestling show. You should absolutely do it because there is an intimacy to it. And, Usually there's only like two or three rows of chairs. So you're right there. And the, you know, like obviously these performers are probably not going to be the best in the world, but you know, they're trying. And in many ways you go because it's like a theatrical performance and, you know, like live theater, a completely different beast from like watching something on television and there's an energy there. Uh, But this is in a a show that feels like an indie wrestling show, but it's, the best people in the goddamn world. It's insane. Penta's one of the best in the world. Takesha's one of the best in the world. Like, all of these people are, you know, people who are on TV because oh, they're yeah. that good. Mm-hmm. Like, did so I it's... think that I was going to be that close to Sammy Callahan? I did not. Right? Nope. Or uh, Bad Dude Tito? Oh, Bad Dude Tito's so good. Fucking a, dude. Uh, that guy got me. Uh, Black Swan, first time oh, I've ever seen her. She is amazing. I love her gimmick so much. Oh, so fantastic. much that when Thunder Rosa was talking to uh, Billy When Thunder Starks, Rosa came out. When yeah, Thunder mm, Rosa. Let's just out. say that too. Thunder Rosa was there. And um, she uh, opened the show just like talking and stuff. And then she um, uh, – when she started talking to Billy Starks about being some like the future, I was like, What? Fuck that. 
Billy, uh, uh, fucking Black Swan is fuck this. <laughs> I was almost mad at her for it because, like, I loved, I loved Black Swan's gimmick. I loved all her stuff. I thought she was great. Yep, 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 it was, yep. It was a lot of fun. Anyways, the whole show was in, in fucking incredible. It was good. But Torch a uh, local indie fed. Part of it is, um, Ty Valkyrie was in it, and I've said this before, but it really, really, really comes through um, with this show that we just saw too. She's so good with an audience. She's so good with a, she's so good with an audience. I'm like, there's, there's something about her that doesn't work necessarily as well at AEW. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because the audience, she's not able to play with the audience as much. I don't really know, but she's so fucking good live that it's like, how, how is it that I don't, I I don't know. Like, why is this not the same? Why aren't people going absolutely apeshit bonkers for her on TV? And I think on TV, she seems a little slow in comparison to whoever she's up against. But like when you're, at a live show, the movement is because she's interacting with the audience. And so like it, there's suspense there, you know, which it doesn't translate on television as suspense. Also, uh, she was tagging with, uh, Johnny Cobblepot, who's mm-hmm. fucking John Morrison dressed like 100% committing to oh. the gimmick that he is the penguin. And it, it was is- hardcore. Oh, it yeah, was yeah. so good. But so also... Good. Uh, many uh, umbrellas. <laughs> many, multiple umbrella gimmicks. Uh, John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie are two mm-hmm. exceedingly large human beings. Mm-hmm. And being mm-hmm. near them, you're like, Jesus I was like, I know. I was like, holy they're, shit. They're moving like this, and they are built like like six brick shit houses. okay? Yes. Not a brick shit house. Six. And uh, they're... It's just a, a wonder. Again, when you're live right next to him, you can see that and feel that, and you're just in awe of these yeah. human beings. So and also, good. I want to I want to stress that when they were le- leaping out of the ring into the audience, they were like at like I at best landing on chairs and people. Oh my god! Probably yeah, also landing on asphalt. That like yeah, the, the, the ground, actual <laughs> ground. Yeah, yeah, the actual fucking ground. It was like <laughs> fucked up. Not even the little mats that barely protect uh-uh. you. Zero. Again, parking lot splattered all over the place because yeah, because oh, we have like and- two seconds. We have literally maybe two seconds notice that this is about to happen. They're and usually pretty good people about are it. Eating people are eating yeah. and stuff. There's like this hot uh, this um grill them um, all burger, is an amazing burger place burger truck you know and so people had bought their fucking things and brought them set down so yeah there was hot somebody one of the wrestlers landed on a hot sauce uh thing oh man uh funny also like you know uh i got my eyes on the ring so i can uh-huh. see when they're like keep revving up to go jumping out and like i can move yeah. Uh, you can't and look we're at your in phone like, for even a second. No, 
because I did one point. And Takeshita started running, and uh-huh. I turned around. I saw this huge-ass man coming at me full speed. He stopped. He didn't go over or anything like that because uh, he was, like, uh, fainting. But I saw that, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best thing was when, uh, what, what was it, Sammy Callahan, who made like he was going to, like, we, everybody should clear out, and everybody yeah. did, and then nothing happened. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But then I, he he's the one that made the big pile of chairs. Yes. I, I've never seen Cammy, Sammy Callahan before, so I didn't know what his deal was. And in three seconds, I was like, oh, that's his deal. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> another fun thing, too, is that some of these uh, wrestlers did promos. Fucking awesome. Also, yeah. uh Jason Siegel was there. <laughs> yes. And Callahan called him out and be like, how many of you have seen the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? And I laughed so hard because I was like, if he's talking about Jason Siegel, that is like obviously a well-known credit, but I'm sure it's not the one he's like, I want people to talk about this for the rest of my life. <laughs> actually, maybe it is. I don't know. I actually maybe. saw As recently. Actor, you take what you get. I saw that he did a show of his vampire puppet recently. Oh, the really? What? Yeah, the vampire puppet from Forgetting Sir Marshall. Do you I remember that whole movie, subplot so. of the uh, movie? I have not seen the movie, so. Oh, you haven't? Not for any particular Look. reason. I'm not mad at it or anything. I just, okay. I just haven't seen it. So if we I bully mean, you, you'll watch it. Yeah, you should uh, just watch it. I'll just, just for no it. reason. There's like <laughs> people in it that like, you Look. know. I didn't know there was a vampire puppet in it. Now that I know, I'll go see it. Honestly, it's it's worth it for that alone. I really like that part. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I guess he did that song with the vampire puppet live somewhere recently. Anyway. Okay, Fine. now we can talk about this actual show that we watched. Okay. Fair enough. Well, there was a recap of Collision with the MJF Omega match. So, like, good thing you told you know, talked more about that. We start the show with Renee with MJF. MJF is smiling. Adam Cole is on video chat, having a good time. Everything's cool. But MJF is to run because his ass still doesn't have three tag partners yet for the match that night. So he's got to hurry his ass and scuttle around and find somebody who will wrestle with him. <laughs> Scuttling. Yep. Scuttle. Uh, and so Renee is sort of talking with Adam a little and then Roddy pulls up. Yuck. <laughs> uh, Adam jumps off like right away. And then we see a video of the devil on video. And I thought to myself, what if Adam is the devil? What? Because right now, the devil, the last two times we've seen it, is just on video, right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's some sort of split personality thing where Adam's bad side has been bifurcated hmm. from his good side as opposed to MJF. Not so you're be. saying that the uh, that the, the the side that is screaming Adam all the time and harassing uh, Adam Cole is the good side? No, that's Roddy. No, 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 not Roddy. Roddy. I'm talking I'm about sorry, Adam. Adam. Adam, you said yeah. Adam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Adam could have beat up Roddy at one point because Roddy was being annoying. Adam could, could have yeah. been the one. I don't know. You know. I mean, the fact that 
Adam is not available and now the devil character is on video. It's just interesting to me. Just throwing it out there. I feel like they know who it's going to be, but also because they have offered no clues, they just show a real generic picture of the mask. Um, They still have the option of making it anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So like they may just decide to like, keep this going until like oh we're this is starting to run out of steam okay let's go with the best option we have now and maybe you know like someone else like uh uh maybe all of a sudden like adam copeland is like at this part of his arc where it's like oh it's perfect to have him do it you know and then you just have him be it and everything's great um uh i Mm. i'm it'll be interesting to hear like in retrospect, how that goes. Wouldn't it be funny uh, if they were listening to all the like scuttlebutt like ideas out there? Yeah. Like to things that we say and then they like write them all down. They're like, hmm, I don't know. This would be interesting. Boop, boop, boop. You know, a, like a part, so me, <laughs> a part of me hopes that it's like some terrible celebrity cameo like Dennis Rodman or something like that. It's the gobbledygooker. Uh, um, the problem well, is, I mean, like sort of that's what they've done not them but wrestling in the past has done that where like uh that was the worst abuses of uh uh the attitude era when they would just they would swerve the audience just because the audience was like oh obviously it's gonna be hulk hogan and even though that was the best choice they're like no because we don't we want to surprise you and so they put something else in that is just not as good and then you're like, it's well, Yo-Yo Ma! That. Look, <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma is a motherfucker with that cello. And <laughs> like he's going to make uh, Jeff Jarrett look like a dumbass uh, yeah. when he clocks him. So. Uh, speaking of which, okay. Um, Are we speaking of, speaking of Yo-Yo Ma? Yes, go on. I know. Um, oh, it just slipped out of my head. Uh oh! I hate myself when I do that. Really messed up here. You're letting everyone down. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can help uh, uh, jog your memory. Okay, thank you. Um, I want to say Eric the Red. His name is not Eric the Red. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, really tall guy. Eric Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. Rowan. That's him. Um, Eric the Red, I think, is an actual Viking. Anyways, uh, <laughs> not, not anymore. Rowan, like when he had his bit of like the scary thing in the box. Oh yeah. yeah. And oh, then yeah, like yeah. they're like they just waited too long. Yeah. Then they didn't know what to do. They built it up to such an extreme that it was like, what could it fucking possibly be outside of a little like demon gremlin or something or <laughs> that would like, have been so cool yeah um but no it was a giant spider um sorry to spoil it for all of you who stopped watching wrestling at that point <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was no. a giant spider and it was I'm guess that some people did <laughs> yeah i mean if that's all you were watching you'd be like i'm out because <laughs> i was so angry when that was revealed I was like, man, you could have fucking done anything. 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 
Um, but anyway, yeah. So I would have rather it been a gremlin. I mean, can't they like come up with like a fake ass gremlin? Just cover yeah, as opposed it in to a, a real one. Well, maybe. anything that would be like copyrighted. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. But um, yeah, just a fake ass gremlin. That would have been cool. Ass gremlin. Just like go to the Henson's Creature Shop and be like, "Yo, this is what I need. I, <laughs> I need something that looks like a a skeksis, skeksis, but small." Uh, so, you, <laughs> so a so salacious crumb. What you're saying <laughs> is that they're like, we need to avoid paying for like a legit gremlin. Let's go to the most expensive and famous puppet <laughs> company in the world to get it. Maybe you knock off know. of one of your classic iconic creations. But they got students. Maybe one of those students is like, hey, man, cool. I'll make something for you <laughs> for class credit. School <laughs> <laughs> cool. credit. All right. All right. Uh, enough of this nonsense sorry i'm thinking about how we're still on the first segment okay um yeah so there's lots of questions we don't know what the answers are as far as this devil is we want adam to be free of roderick strong we want to be free of roderick strong (laughs) um so yeah i guess i middle this i upped this because I appreciate that they're willing to mix it up. Here's a different way to do it. Do a, you know, recap a, a, a quick, uh, you know, promo segment, mm-hmm. uh, preferably with NJF. Because it and was then, a Halloween weekend. A lot of people probably weren't able to watch. Yeah, mm. sure. I mean, also, there's like the World Series question mark. There was some uh, the World Series just was- ended tonight, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. They were going head-to-head against that, and the collision rating was shit. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. It was still a great fucking show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so like, yeah, I, I thumb it up, but I don't want to see this next week. Keep shifting it up. Keep giving us something new. Okay. I uh, I also upped it. I, I thought it, was, it gave a, a lot to think about, and it was, uh, it was uh, just really intriguing. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Orange Cassidy versus Claudio Castagnoli. Yes. Oh, FYI, Danhausen has his own action figure now. And <laughs> I just think that's great. That's awesome. Um, also, there's a new BCC shirt that is oh, the best. Which Claudio was wearing. Yes. Um, so that was cool. Oh, kitty, look at you. Um, is Ramona wearing that shirt? No, but everybody should wear what Ramona's wearing. Whoa. Everybody loves, loves Ramona. Ramona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get into this match, I want to note that there were a lot of great signs in the crowd that we saw. Like uh, starting yes. at this point, I felt like uh, like maybe the best one just saying food is great. Yeah, that was, <laughs> like we can all agree on that. <laughs> uh, okay, Not also- controversial at all. Oh, I, I, I popped up old shop AEW uh, real quick and yes. I just saw something else that blew my mind. Oh my God. What? what? No, I sent you a link. I sent a link to look at you. <laughs> oh, you sent it to my phone? I'm not looking at my phone. Okay. The rest of you 
I'm go look now. at the AEW micro brawler of Timeless oh Tony Storm. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It is Very so good. good. Very good. Um, oh, my it's Lord. It's a mock up, right? It's a what? It's a mock up. It's, it's, not, it's, the, a it's pre- not the real thing that you're going to get. Oh, is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a picture, but. Uh, uh, um. But yeah, there's even the thing that I think is really funny is the fact that they have uh the damn it Max shirt already. Mm-hmm. You know, great bit, good bits, bits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got some good shit, man. Yes, spooky blue, spooky blue, spooky sky blue. What? Uh, two different new best friends shirts that are really awesome. Oh yeah, Roderick Strong has the Adam shirt. Like, oh my god, no! <laughs> like, like when this moment has passed, I want it to be passed. But you know what? I guess it would be kind of cool if you're just like, I you have a shirt that just says Adam on I it. I mean, if your name is Adam, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and there's a lot of Adams out there. Yeah. Let's uh, let many. them know have their own thing. We know they are because they're all on AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, all of the Adams of the world. I like that we're all on the same page. Okay, um, this was a good match. I love it. It was a great match. Yeah, I mean, it was a very good match. It was really unreal. I love it when Orange like goes crazy. Uh, he's putting his hands in the pocket while he was in a headlock. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he just gets out. Here I go. Um, yeah. And he just like f- gets fired up and just flips all around somebody. It's just fun. Orange wa- wins. There's some shit happening backstage with Hook and Yuta. Mox comes in. And he's like beating on Orange uh, after Orange wins. Claudia looks frustrated with Max or Mox. Sorry, Mox. And I'm like, I don't know what is happening here. Like, if this is going to be a thing or not a thing, I don't think they're going to do anything with BCC anytime soon as far as like changing it. But they goddamn well better not. (laughs) They make me very happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a, it seems like a really great thing for these guys where it's like, what else do you do with them? Because they're each so strong and you want to sell the viciousness and the skill and all this stuff. And normally they float on their own. So giving them some sort of stable where like BCC, where it's like, we're just badass motherfuckers we uh kill destroy repeat um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know we have no other desires in many ways they're like a modern version of the legion of doom which i mean uh um has great memories for people that you know lived at the time Mm -hmm. uh just like this unstoppable force uh and 
Goldberg was kind of similar um, in that, you know, like they're, they're huge and they're booked to always demolish. This is a modern version where like they still have that same aura without necessarily having to, you know, win every single time, like next week after they lose, you're still like, Oh no, they're still terrifying, you know? Uh, and, and so I really like the way they handle that. Yeah. You know, Goldberg is available to join the BCC anytime. I swear to God, I would quit AEW. I love AEW. I would quit in a heartbeat if Goldberg showed up and joined the BCC. I wouldn't even wait around to see yeah. if it was like one of those things where like he joins them and then a second later he turns around and clotheslines the other person or whatever. Um, I would not even wait for that. As soon as they shook hands, I would turn it off and I would quit AEW. I would quit wrestling wow. forever. I would just go off and live in the hills as a wild man. <laughs> um, so, uh, bold you know, words. Remove bold, AEW. Bold words. I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. I also give your tirade a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I just want to mention Claudio giving Cassidy a backbreaker, then flipping him over into a gut buster. Just 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 flipping him over because he's an enormous strong man. Yeah. And Orange Cassidy is tiny. It's he just blocks crazy. a sunset flip uh when he was on the turnbuckle. When Castagnoli was on the turnbuckle, he blocks it, then just like lifts uh, yeah. him up and then fucking then puts him into a delayed uh uh, uh suplex and then drops him on the ropes. Like, no uh, big deal. Taking out the laundry. He counters that big uh, uh, flying DDT thing that uh, Orange Cassie does and turns it into a giant swing. He just, like, picks him up, moves him around, and then he's suddenly in a giant swing. It was so smooth and beautiful. It's um, kind of crazy, like, when you really think – like, you're watching all of this, right? Yeah. But when you actually start to think about what's really happening, it's like, oh, my fucking God. I can't – I can barely go up my stairs. You know? <laughs> like, like, this is nuts. Yes. No, I, I, I think all the time, and like, and I've said before how, like, I think about like beginning with the grace with which they even enter the ring, like something I couldn't do. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, you can just imagine how you would enter a pro wrestling ring and you, 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 you definitely see yourself just falling on your face, trying to get through the ropes. Uh, yeah. The ropes would then be go- my first. The first sign that it's not going to be good. (laughs) First sign it. First sign it won't go well is me (laughs) trying to get into the ring. (laughs) And then you go from there. Like like the the, it 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 only escalates in difficulty from from there. Like it like running the ropes. Something else that seems like elementary when they do it, but like Mm -hmm. it it would break all my ribs. I couldn't do that to save my life. (laughs) Yeah. Let let alone like like execute a single move. Like, let alone transition one move into another, let alone counter one move with another, especially with the the smoothness that they do it like we saw in that match. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I just wanted to, like, take a moment so that we can just recognize how really amazing this match was. It was incredible. And they're great to pair against each other. Oh, yeah. I always love how AEW seems to be able to find just the right people to go up against each other. I mean, they have like a million great people, but it's like, I don't know. It's just perfect. Perfect. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Is they, 
have so many great people that they're endless combinations and mm-hmm. so many that you've never even seen or even thought of. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is obviously a thing that I should have wanted to see forever. And now I get mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, also, uh, yeah, the thing at the end where uh, 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 I, to me it read like Claudia was pulling Mox off after Mox was kind of going a little too far. You know, like because when the uh, security guards ran in, he also uh, beat down the security guards. Claudio did, so he was he was backing right. Mox, and it's not like he was like it didn't seem like there's dissension. It was just sort of like oh, okay. okay, okay, you're <laughs> you're frothing at the mouth. Maybe just take it down a notch. Yeah, because it sort of looked to me like he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" or "What's going on?" But he could have just been like having a a weird look on his face. Um, as he was massaging his jaw. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Anything else? So, nah. Did we cover it? Okay. I think we We've it. got NJF. Uh, he's trying to get some teams to work with him, right? Um, and he goes to what it says, Kenny Omega on the door. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to get the elite? Um, but Jericho answers the door and I was like, wait a fucking minute, Jericho. No. Um, <laughs> and so MJF's like, all right, well, fuck this. And then Wardlow attacks MJF just to say, I'm going to take everything from you when you least expect it. Now, when he leaned in, see the camera angle was all wrong yep. and Wardlow is not trained for camera. So he, when he ran in, on MJF and put him up against the wall. He didn't cheat himself in any way to the side. So we could see his face. So we only see the back of Wardlow. And then when he leans in, I was like, oh, he's going to give him a kiss. (laughs) Uh, But he says, uh, when you least expect it. And I was like, that's queer baiting. How dare you? Mm. (laughs) I wanted to see a kiss. How dare. Someday. There. Anyways, uh, this segment I give a thumbs up though because like I like this journey. <laughs> the MJF on was... he has a clipboard. <laughs> it was a pretty. The segment was definitely a pretty effective encapsulation of what MJF is supposed to be going through. Like the the way they paced it together was pretty strong. Yeah. Um. Yes. Also. Uh. Let us not forget that MGF threw his clipboard down and broke it. He's <laughs> like, oh, great. Now i got to get another clipboard. Right. Um, then Acclaimed was waiting around the corner. Oh, that's right. Uh, and when he walks away, damn it, Max. Now, now we were, uh, we we were waiting around the corner for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because Max Casters, they, they still want to, you know, be his tag partners. But uh, MJF is resolute. He does not want that. This is a fun bit. Very fun. Uh, Then we have a Mox promo. He's backstage. Oh, my God. He's saying people always write him off. And I'm thinking, who who writes you off? Nobody nobody (laughs) writes you off. My God, are you kidding me? Um, Like Vince McMahon, that's it. That's the only person in the world. Yeah, I was like, you get your flowers, man. People give you your flowers. But goddamn. No, there there are uh, people who do this in sports, like because like one of the most powerful things is if you can be the underdog 
and so everyone yeah. even even the even the overdog tries to be the underdog it's, even in comical situations uh like and and you just get really amused and and frustrated at the same time when they <laughs> pretend to be terrified of some uh, pathetic patsy that couldn't begin to beat them and uh, which is exactly what the situation is yeah but uh, also but his energy look- is so intense and so incredible i i mean it just it makes you, it makes me want to get up and start running it's off the goddamn charts. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to the Eddie Kingston school of, I don't think they know that this is fake. Cause he's just, yeah. he's just so, so much of it just comes into the camera. It's just, Oh God, I love it so much. It was really great. It was, uh, not that his promos are ever bad, but this does feel like more of an old school promo to me of his, um, mm. just the energy level and all this. And again, it could be because he was champ for a while and da, 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 da. So maybe he toned it back just a little, slowed it down just a little, but this is intense. And this is the intensity that I remember early, early on with AEW and Mox promos, but um, yeah. I think he just has different speeds and yeah. he can, you know, this just, is one uh, of those speeds. Yeah. Like I, this is I'm one doing of it slower them. now. I'm going fast. I'm going to show you all the different stuff and that's, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this, is a, this was incredible. Thumbs up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Huge, huge. We've got the Mogul Embassy, which is the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage versus uh, the Bucks and Hangman Adam Page. Brian Cage is another guy that I haven't seen him live, but I bet he's like incredible live with a crowd. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's all he, but he does translate quite a bit on TV. But I'm sure he's just like electric. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, he 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 does. It, it does seem to be an apt comparison to me because I f- I do feel like he's missing something that would really make him like blow up on TV. Yeah, and like probably it's so palpable live that people are like, "I need you on uh, on my show," but then like for some reason the audience can't quite feel. The TV audience can't quite feel what you feel um, yeah. or what was felt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I do know. So this was a good match. I liked it. Um, there's a lot we can say about it. But right when Hangman was going to do a buckshot lariat, Swerve and Nana come in. Um, Nana still does a tiny dance, even though there's no music. <laughs> it's a um, and so basically they lure Hangman away because Hangman runs after Swerve, right? Mm. Understandably. He, he answers the siren song of, of uh, <laughs> Swerve when I drive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so with Hangman gone. It's just the Young Bucks against these three enormous 
Monsters of Man. And so, guess what? Mogul Embassy wins. And I just want to take a moment here to shit on Justin Roberts because we've got new goddamn champions here. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. hear him announce it, it's like, and your winners and the ROH uh, Trios champions, Mogul Embassy. Like, man, yeah, it doesn't matter if the good guys you? are bad guys. Yes, you you sell, even if it's you know, uh, um, even if it's a heel, you sell the importance of that belt. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. What's up, Roberts? <laughs> yeah, get it together, man. Get it together. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, and then we see that Swerve and Hangman are fighting backstage and security has to pull them apart. Yep. Drama, drama, drama. All great. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Yep. Yes. Love it. Uh, and I also love getting the belts off of uh, uh, the Bucks and Page because- I agree. I mean, A, there's a lot of great trios talent out there now. Yes. Um, B, it's the ROH belt and- mm-hmm. While I'm okay with, uh, uh, like some some transition stuff, you know, just to like, uh, hey, don't forget we have an ROH show. Go watch that. Uh, I think it should go to people who are on that show, like every week or whatever. Yeah, yeah I think for the most part, and especially uh, the Bucks and Page. Again, yeah, they don't have belts because they don't fucking need them, and they're uh, over. They should be able to do things on their own and follow their own storyline because it would make sense to me if Hangman just starts doing his own shit yeah. uh, with um, Swerve. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, also though, too, uh, like, it's fine that they had the belts. I'm just glad that they're now off them. Yeah. They had them for a period of time. Cool. Let's give them to these guys. Yeah. I'm, it doesn't bother me that they don't have them anymore. Um, then we have MJF now about to knock up, excuse me. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. (sighs) I guess, I guess you're bored of the greatest wrestler. I'm taking care uh, of babies. You know, I take care of babies again. Okay. You don't need to call us that. That is (laughs) infantilizing (laughs) and true. Yes, but not necessary. Anyways, um, so almost knocking at Samoa Joe's door, and then he goes to Darby Allen's door, and he takes the sign off Darby Allen's door and writes instead crosses out Darby Allen and writes "emo bitch" on it, which I'm like, yes. I'm the glad acclaims, you knew what it said, but because I didn't. Yeah, emo. Uh, bitch. I had to, I had to go back and and find out. So like, yeah. Uh, and the acclaimed is- still want to team up. They. Max had a sign. They were all excited, but MJF's just like, no, go away. And uh, they're like, damn it, Max. <laughs> I mean, they're selling the shit out of the shirt is what I'm trying to say. They are. And uh, God bless them for it. It's, it's Thumbs fun. Up. Yeah. 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 Thumbs up. What I want to see is like a museum of all the shirts that commemorate like extremely fleeting moments in in pro wrestling storylines 
You know, oh, like there, 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 there are ones that like, like obviously stand the test of time, I feel like, or at least like you can like gather what the meaning of them is like after the fact, if you see them on a shirt, but there are ones mm-hmm. that, are, that are like relevant for a, for a, a period of perhaps two to three weeks. And yeah. you can just imagine like they're still in somebody's arsenal like years later. And it's like, what, what was, damn it, Max. I would yeah. love to see a pro wrestling tease graveyard. Just like a, a page on their site where they're like, hey, here's some stuff that like, uh, here's everything that um, like hit, you know, the top 10 of our sales charts at some point in the past and, you know, like never appeared again and just like see like that old weird shit. There's a lot of stuff. They can happen. There's so, many, there's so much. Yeah. Like I'm right now trying to remember some of the ones that are just like, just so in and out um like jericho has like a million of them is it like um, kevin klein oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah in and out yeah, yeah. oh never yep. shot i don't know what that you're talking the, about the the movie where uh the the, the story of a, a a straight teacher who is outed as gay by a student who wins a, an a, a, an acting award who wins an acting award yeah, his student is is like uh, an Oscar-winning actor, and who he, he he thanks his teacher Kevin Klein and says he's gay. Oh, what a dick! Oh, is- that that exact thing sort of happened to that one actor on um, ER. His co, uh, one of his coworkers, fellow actors just kind of flippantly not thinking said something about, you know, the guy being gay and not realizing the hard line between friendship and the real life he lives in versus the press and the public, just totally forgetting how, especially the past i mean you think everyone's over this shit by now like people's sexual orientation but still even then it may have been like 20 15 20 years ago now i don't i don't actually know because i never watched that show but um like it was still a big fucking deal to be outed and to be out and to you know start your career in one way and then sort of suddenly have all that now in flux um simply because of your sexual orientation i don't know it's just it's just like so fucked up that that's ever ever been a problem when ever been a thing but anyways this is a world we do live in still and have lived in forever um but anyway the guy i feel bad i felt bad for the guy who made the slip because i'm like oh my god like when you know someone so well and when it's no big deal in your life, in your world, you just don't think, you know what I mean? And then it can be absolutely devastating to someone. And because he wasn't gay, he didn't think of it in those terms. Um, yeah. Anyways. Food for thought, everyone. Who have Mm. you outed in your life? I uh, hope no one. Yeah, hope no one. All right. So, uh, did we thumbs this up? Uh, 
I did. We got rated R superstar Adam Copeland running out to the ring. Love the energy. Give the rub to Tony Schiavone. Yep. And again, I'm like, Tony Khan's somewhere saying to himself, Phil? Who's Phil? (laughs) I have a huge ratings draw. What? Who? Huh? (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah. So uh, Schiavone's asking, Will you team with Darby Allen and Sting? Which is a big, thoughtful question that Adam doesn't know how to answer. He's about to go into all the myriad of ways in which this is troubling. But Christian Cage comes out, and he's with Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. And, you know, after a promo from Christian Cage, uh, they start to beat up Adam Copeland, and they're going to do a concerto, mm. but Sting and Darby show up, and they save him. Um, and because of that, Adam Copeland's like, "Yep, let's tag together." Mm-hmm. So the impossible has now become possible. Dream the impossible dream. <laughs> On the edge of my seat there. Impossible is I'm possible. That's right. Anyways, uh, I gave this a thumbs up. It was fun. This is all exactly what you'd expect it to be. Straight down the middle storytelling. Good guys, bad guys. And it's just elevated by Adam. Just, you know, uh, so so tight, so on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting just being you know, who he is, and especially Christian goddamn Cage. Oh, my God, yes. Who, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that he'll ever get the flowers that he deserves because as a heel, like, every little thing he does, just, like, every little twist, like, nobody does a better job at standing there not realizing that he's about to get speared mm-hmm. and perfectly timed, Seeing him turn around and blop, like there is an <laughs> art to just that, and he is the best at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated him as a nice guy. He's just it, I yeah, he never fucking could. love him and can't get enough of him as a bad guy. Yeah, he's he's perfect at this. I will and say that it that makes that, me uh, so happy. He is uh, there. Like I think one of the things that separates the legends from the greats is that they can be both faces and heels and, you know, sell tickets um, either way. Uh, Wait, which MJF is better, has, a legend or a great? A legend is better than a great. Oh, okay. Uh, being a, a great wrestler, you know, like you do all of these things and, you know, you're great at it. Um, but a legend means like, you know, basically you're untouchable. You transcended. Like like there's nobody that's going to say undertaker like eh he wasn't that great uh um he's a fucking legend for a reason because like he was there for so long and put out so much good stuff for so long and so many different ways um and christian i love him to, i love him so much he's one of my favorite of all time um but like i've never really uh cottoned him as a face as no. a heel there is no one better. 
period. Yeah. But as a face, like, eh, he's okay. Uh, I just thought of something. Ooh. What if Jungle Boy is the devil mask? Mm. You know what? Could be. Definitely could be. Hmm. That would be a fun. That would be a fun one. We'll see if his situation backstage allows that. Wait, what's his? What what's going on backstage? Well, he's well, still. I mean, he he, got, he's he's, he's, he's off know, suspension uh, now. He's off suspension, yes. but like that doesn't mean that they would rush him into like some kind of a, a big spot. Wait, oh, True. because of the fight he had with Pepsi Man. Yes. Yeah. Some bullshit. <laughs> we all know it's some bullshit. We all know who's at fault here. All right. Anyways, yeah, he could be off suspension and coming back. Could be. And this is part of it. I don't know. We shall see. We'll see. Possible. Um, so we all thumbed this, right? Yeah, I thumbed it up. Up, up, up. up. Okay. Tony Khan has a dumb announcement. <laughs> His dumb announcement is like, uh, all right, I just took a gamble. And you better not have me fall on my ass, peoples. We booked Wembley Stadium. I committed. I spent the money. I spent the money already. It's rented. I cannot change it now. And he put out. Oh, my God. Ramona's going to roll off the couch if she's not kidding. <laughs> um, uh, so he said, basically, you can buy your tickets in two months for Wembley stadium. He's like, but you don't have to wait two months. And then he said like, they're available November 27th on presale. And it's like, that's like, you know, almost two months, buddy. It's a month. It's long enough. I don't know. You start, whatever. It doesn't matter. Point is in 27 days, there's a way in which you'll be able to get a presale ticket somehow. I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like, buy. He basically, he sold it like, holidays are coming up. My parents put up a tree in July. Christmas is the biggest thing in all of our lives. You better <laughs> buy tickets. You know what? For your favorite boss, for your friends <laughs> and nieces, for that kid that watches your dog when you're out of town. Send them to London. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, uh, just kind of funny. I, I saw the uh, tweet about the announcement earlier today. So I was like, I was already coming in with low expectations. And well, by God, he, he scooped my legs out from under me and took me even lower. Well, you know, you don't have to like see see like a a tweet early to know like what a Tony Khan announcement's going to be. Like well, you're, one you're being... time it was Ric Flair, which was pretty decent. Yeah, that mm. was kind of nuts. Not gonna lie, last week is hard to top. Well, no, but that was like uh, that was that was not the same thing, and you you know that it was that was Tony <laughs> oh. Khan has a gift uh, for Sting. That's <laughs> yeah, not the same thing as Tony look, Khan has when... a special announcement. When That's Tony true. says he's going to show up four out of five times, it'll be nonsense. Specifically when he has an announcement, it is. Yes. Like if it's something else, it might be all right. No, maybe. Seed this one to Calder. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, fight them in the land. We will fight them on the air. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
really not nailing uh, it. <laughs> How dare you? My Winston Churchill is irrefutable. Uh, <laughs> I thumb this down. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. It, I did. Yeah, too. I thumb it down too, actually. Because you know, no offense or anything. It's just. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it. It's just like, well, this is exactly what I. Expected. I just don't like um, a sales pitch. Yeah, I just I don't think, like, like a sales the, pitch. The thing that bothers me is like. Um, I guess, like, I don't exactly fault its presence in the show, but for me personally, and and for most people, like, like the the time devoted that like doesn't concern them at all. I'm like, I'm not going to London to see this mm-hmm. show. Like, I can't, I can't envision a world in which that changes, and therefore, like, this thing that isn't isn't for me, like, in any way, shape, or form, like, is like not interesting to me. I mean, here's the thing. I see London. I see, I see France. France. I, I see ladies' I, I, underpants. underpants. I see ladies' underpants every day. I do not. Well, so you I got do. one on me. Yeah. Because I'm a lady. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. She's a lady. Talking about this little Anyways, lady. Uh, we've booked ourselves a three-week run at the Riviera. <laughs> okay. And the Tropicana. And at the same time, we double booked ourselves. Fuck. And uh, so just check your local listings for the Terribles. <laughs> we'll be live. The Terribles live. All Somebody right. turn that into a damn t-shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. Terrible's live. Oh my god, I'd love it. And it's us with like stupid mics in our hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why are the mics stupid? By the way, weren't you gonna make us a shirt, Robert? No offense. I, <laughs> I don't I don't mean I mean I don't mean to say this super like I don't want it to come across like accusatory because really, really, like, I can't. It really feels edit. like you're coming uh, down on him. <laughs> I feel like I made a shirt. I don't remember if I managed to get it up on any sort of website. I'll look into that. Uh, we should have shirts, and uh, yeah, details. Because then we could like fuck around with them, and maybe we'll have all those shirts that mean nothing. What out in the ethers? You know, we were just talking about wrestling shirts that, like, right? You know, what? You know, I, I was trying to figure out how we were fucking around with the shirts. Uh, m- editing them. Oh, I see. Remixing. Oh, hi, Ramona. Remix? Hi. Making some for like the dumb things we say. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So next all oh, Ramona's in my lap now. Oh, I love her so much. So we got cool hand Ange and Daddy Magic. New intro music. New intro yeah. music, or did I just forget? No. I think it's new. I don't remember what their original music was, but I think this is new. And because it's no longer the jazz stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like it's different. But again, I, uh, I just don't remember. You know what they do need is a new name. Because, look, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange are amazing names. Mm-hmm. But they're too long to say uh, mm-hmm. as an introduction. Mm-hmm. They should be called Hard Nips. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm just going to let it simmer. I'm going to think about it. You mm-hmm. might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard nips. Um. 
versus Jericho and Kenny Omega. I mean, it's crazy. It's Jericho and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega pairing with Jericho to me is so obscene <laughs> because I love Kenny so fucking much. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, it's not that I don't like Jericho, but I want – if there's going to be a Jericho, I want it to be the heeliest heel Jericho, not this yeah. quiet do-do-do kind of Jericho. I want like it's just insane Jericho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard because like this feels – if not, uh, uh, you know, like Jericho's retirement tour, where he's just going yeah. around and doing all the stuff that he, you know, wishes Never he could do at some before. point. Never before, yeah. Knock off the bucket list and all that. Uh, but it does feel sort of like, yeah, you know, when you know, talking about giving someone their flowers, like you know, like yeah, yeah. What what do you want to do, man? You've you've earned it. Let's do some fun stuff. And teaming with uh, Omega, one hundred percent belongs in that category. Yeah. Um, but I 100% agree that this, you know, like this version of Jericho is not very interesting. And so I'm, uh, I got to say, I'm a little bit bored of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of felt like uh, Jericho in, in ring, like, uh, well, you know, he can't keep up with, with a, with a Kenny Omega. Like his, yeah. he was like, not, he was definitely serviceable, you know, yeah. right. not bad. Uh, but. It's just a totally different. It's just as different, and it makes. I mean, you can. I I'm assuming it's age, like you see the age difference between all of these men, you know. But I mean, I don't, maybe it's not age. Maybe it's unrelated. But um, maybe it's Maybelline. That's it's the what miles. it is. It's the Someone's miles. got mascara on. Um, <laughs> this match was fine. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Don Callis' family was on the announce desk. <laughs> By the way, there was a sign that said, Judici in my mind, <laughs> which I'm thinking, is it because it sounds like Judas, Judas in my mind? Maybe it sounds like Judici. Are you not familiar with the Ducey? slang term bussy? I think so. Ducey, oh. I thought was a word. Uh... Judici. Jodeci? Almost. <laughs> I mean, I know Jodeci. <laughs> hey, who doesn't? Uh, also, there was a point where uh, 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 Callus was like, they're the, <laughs> the second and third greatest uh, things in wrestling to come out of Winnipeg. Uh, and then, you know, they sort of lead him on you're like oh okay well uh, uh you know who's go ahead and tell me who's the first he's like he's sitting at this table or he's sitting right next to you <laughs> excalibur's like i didn't know shivani was from winnipeg yeah and to listen to taz break oh my god so yeah. much fun <laughs> by the way urban dictionary says dussy which i knew i knew what this was was yeah. it's it's a a vagina Characterized uh -huh. by excessive wear and tear, which BT dubs, um, it's not true. That's not a thing. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not a thing. Uh, do you know? Have you looked up Bussy yet? Bussy, no. Is Bussy just a ass? 
it's not just an ass. <laughs> it's an ass that you do things to. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with this very much. Yeah. So like that plus Judas. But Dussy is an actual word, right? So why would they make it Judasy when they mean Jubussy, right? Dussy. It's Dussy. It's also in a Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah. Judasy? Dussy is not Judasy, obviously. Are you following me, Robert? <laughs> like, where did I lose you? <laughs> Look, I'm not feeling well, so. Okay, you're right. I, I, I shouldn't give you a hard time. Okay, moving on. Uh, no, moving you on. should. <laughs> That's the whole goddamn point of a podcast. Yeah. If it isn't, then I don't know what we're doing here. Anyway, so getting back to the actual match itself, Jericho pins, which, again, offended. I'm offended. <laughs> Why does Jericho get the pin? I don't know because he's a fucking thirty-some-odd-year veteran hey, who's changed the game multiple times. I mean, good for him, good for him. Uh, but you know uh, how it, you know how it is. What have you done Kenny for me lately? Omega. It's Kenny fucking Omega. <laughs> Kenny Omega gets the pin every time. Anyways, so Callus, who had been on the announce desk, comes out and he's like. He, talking shit and he's like you know what i want a street fight and omega oh, also oh, quick shout out to uh uh kyle fletcher in a suit great look mm-hmm. for him Looking uh great, great place yeah. for him to be i barely recognized him yeah um but yeah they all look cool fucking Takeshita is so goddamn cool and yeah. when he was up against shun skywalker yeah this past monday i mean Get the fuck out of here. Get Fantastic. the fuck out. It was specifically. And they, uh, they fucking flew on us. That was <laughs> two of the people that flew on us. Yeah. And, and after have, fly, after flying on us, the, they actually got on planes and flew to Louisville, which is something I was thinking about was how crazy what? it is that you like yeah. go jumping all around. On the yeah, they did that yep. on Monday and then you like immediately go to asphalt. the airport. Yeah, yep. on a fucking Monday to then just, well, luckily he didn't have a match, technically, you know? Yeah, but tonight, nonetheless. So, but still, exactly, still. Um, yeah, so, all right. Omega says, he grabs the mic. I fucking love all of his promos so much. It just drives me insane how much I I love everyone involved in this. Um, <laughs> and Omega says, yeah, you know, We'll have a street fight, but I'm going to bring my guy, uh, Kota Ibushi. And Jericho's like, because it's against both Omega and Jericho. And Jericho says, yeah, well, you know what? I got a friend that's bigger than Hobbs. And he's like, yeah, right. You don't have a friend bigger than Hobbs. He's like, yeah, I do. He's not just big. He's a giant. And it's Paul White. No more big show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe it's just the way that he's standing, but... I I worry about his legs. It looked like there was something wrong with his legs, but again, it could have been the way he was standing. I think probably it's just that he's a ginormous human being and he's getting up there. His uh, knees aren't what they used to be. 
old gray mare. She ain't mm, what ain't she, what used, she to used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Old gray mare with acromegaly ain't what he used to be. There you go. See, you're better at that. Uh, I also want to point out that um, Chris Jericho copyrighted uh, the Golden Jets, which, you know what? What? That's fine. Oh, because they're both Canadian? Uh, no, uh, yes, there's there's a, a reference to a, a, a Canadian wrestling legend, uh, something Jet. And so... Uh, oh, because they also Jericho, have a hockey team, the Jets. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. But the uh, he he calls he named that tag team the Golden Jets, All which right. has some sort of resonance or whatever. Um, Why is everything it golden? Just, it just seems well because that's because the Kenny's thing because of oh. King Midas, yeah. of course, because of the <laughs> uh, the Golden <laughs> Lovers, King Midas. Right. Um, okay, which is which is all fine, but the Golden Jets is kind of is kind of like the Hung Bucks to me, and like. It makes perfect sense, and that's great. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but then we bring in. Uh, so what? Now you have the Golden Jets and the Golden Lovers. Are they the Golden Jet Lovers? Are they do they love Golden Jets? Uh, and then you bring in the Giant Paul yeah. White, and now what? It is a Jet Low Glover Denji Jivers Golden. Jet low golden giant jet. Thank you. Thank you for having a stroke. Jumbo jet. Love. Golden jumbo jet. Golden jumbo liars. Of liars. Knots. No, you, it's it's your too many. Is taken over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see. They should be. They should just call themselves the. Hey, we we're gonna do it, gang. <laughs> okay. The okay. hey, we're gonna do it, gang. All right. I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Um. Anyways, thumbs up, thumbs um, way up. Match and after match. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll I only middle up. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I mean, yeah. You know. I I thumb it up, but largely on the strength of the match. The stuff at the end was. It was again similar to uh, that uh, the segment with uh, Edge and Christian. It was exactly as expected, and it wasn't particularly elevated. It was fine, so, uh, so it's a soft thumb up, but it's still a thumb up for me. Yeah, the thumb needs to take extends. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I am not going to shame my thumb in that way. Yes. Uh, I think it's perfectly okay. Uh, thumb. Dis thumb erect thumb dysfunction. Look, erect my, thumb my entire yes. hand, I'm having dysfunctions because I keep playing too much of my Switch. Oh, I need what to are you just, into nowadays? Oh, I'm an idiot. I cannot. I'm a completionist, and so I'm playing Stardew Valley. Oh. And like, it's really difficult because I can't stop when there's more to explore <laughs> and if you've played Stardew Valley you know there's like an island you can go to if you get past all this other shit go through the skull cap caves whatever blah 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 anyways so yeah um, 
It drives me nuts. And it's a game that tells you nothing to start with, you know? So you just kind of have to figure all this shit out. Of course, I have a strategy guide book now, so I don't have to make that hard. But it's like, it's still kind of like, you can do these things, you can do those things, but it does, there's no cheats, you know? Like, you just have to go do it. Um, I miss cheats. <laughs> mm. uh, it's okay. too bad the the uh, the that uh, the switch doesn't have a game genie. Yeah, you man, the game genie. Dang, yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, you should check out Japanese rural life adventure. Oh, on, I, I was uh, telling her about that when we were waiting for you. Yeah. To, uh, oh, okay. To, go to the show. Do Oops. it. But it's like I'm already doing something that's taking over my life. Do I need something else? I don't think so. Well, you'll live longer because you'll have two lives to fill up. My hands won't work anymore. Well, it's a price you gotta pay. Any hoots. All right, where are we at? Uh, Renee. Renee was talking to Chris and Kenny after the match. The Young Bucks come in. And they're like, why is Jericho in our dressing room? We hate this guy. Kenny's like, look, it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Come on. He's going to help us with Callus. But they say, no, he's just like Callus and he's going to turn on you. And that could be. I would love to see Jericho finally go back to Mega Heel. In some way. And turning on Kenny Omega, I mean, he's turned on people in so many different ways where you think, oh, this is finally going to be him again. You know, and I can't remember who it was now that he turned on. And it's like, oh, shit, that's not going to be good. But, like, he's still not mega heel. So now it's got to be. It's got to be if he turns on Kenny. It's got to be. But maybe he won't. I don't know. Who knows how long this is going to last. But the Young Bucks are like, see ya, bye. They're mad. Why? So they're not going to have help from the Young Bucks. Mm. Oh, no. It's a bummer. Um, I guess I middle the segment. There's nothing wrong with it. But I guess I don't need to see that they don't like Jericho. Um, Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel exactly the same way. Um, This feels like we've seen it before and yeah I'm, just, I'm not that engaged unnecessary it's like for example when you're filming something you film someone waking up right you don't have to film them sleeping to show that they just woke up from sleep right hey let's just let's know. not uh let's not come down on filming people while they're sleeping that's you know no need to. Calder, is your Airbnb going okay? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> it just it just feels like unnecessary. But whatever, um, doesn't matter. I meddle it. I upped it. I uh, oh, okay. uh, I, I, I just uh, I think I especially like enjoyed the 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 young bucks like part of it, but uh, I liked it. Yeah. All right. Um, we got Willow. Yeah. Everyone loves Willow. True, true. And she does not disappoint. She's up against Hikaru Shida. Yep, yep. Um, But yeah, uh, this is a great match. Loved it. There's 
moments where I was like, oh my God, Willow's going to do it. She's going to do it. And yeah, I was like yeah. going, my mind was racing of like, oh my God, are they going to, what's going to happen to the women's title? And they're like, are they really going to finally let someone else break through? And dee, 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 all these things are going through my mind. And it was very exciting for a time in my mind. Um, then Sheeta wins. No shade to Sheeta at all. Yep. Totally fine. Totally acceptable. Yep. But it was more exciting to think that anyone could break through and that someone the crowd loves, like Willow, could actually be a belt holder. Yeah. Again, she's still green in a lot of respects, so they probably don't want to hand something so massive to her just yet. I, Whatever. I don't know. They could give it to her and then take it right back. I don't know. It just would have been fun <laughs> is all. Yeah, um, yeah. But Sheeta and Willow have a handshake and lot, pay their respects to each other. It was cool. I like that a lot. Happy with that? Mm-hmm. And then the then lights went out. And the lights go. Wait, wait, wait. First, we have Timeless timeless Tony Storm. Oh, God. And, I, how, how could I miss that? And Luther oh, the Butler. Luther the butler with the pillow that had a shoe on it. <laughs> um, but uh, the um, what is it? Sheeta ran Tony off, and then the lights go out, and then Julia Hart is behind Willow, and you know Julia puts out her handshake, and Willow's like, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe I should, I don't know. But then Sky Blue runs in, and she's standing between them, and she approaches Julia, and then she turns and faces Willow, and you're like, oh no, because she had her makeup all fucked up, because uh, she had been sprayed by the the mist, so it's like she she kind of had Oscar makeup, to be fair. Yeah. She yeah. was wearing that green drippy shit that Asuka wears. Um, and so, uh, anyways, but then Sky Blue sprayed Julia. What? So uh, this is. With blue mist. With blue mist. So now she has her own blue mist. <laughs> which is an interesting concept. I, I'm glad to see any kind of change with her. Yep. I'm glad to see any kind of any gimmick, like whatever. I would like to see how they explore this because sometimes all someone needs is just a change of character. Fresh coat change of Change of costume, change of character. Um, there are several people at AEW that I'm like, you got to kick this to the curb. As great as it has been, you need to drop it like it's something you need to drop. (laughs) I was about to say that. I was like, I'm not going to say it. But I did. I can't say it. Because I will pick it up where you drop it. You need to drop it like a toddler on your foot and then do something else that will change up the energy, change up what any – forthcoming match could be right changing the dynamic of your character can change the dynamic of a match and just make it fun yeah make it uh storylines come out of nowhere right yeah i mean there are a lot of male wrestlers that do that and um 
and do it often. I'd like to see the women wrestlers do that more. Look at what's happening with Tony Storm. Yep. Sure. Right? Just fucking. Case in point. Just fucking go for, hit, aim for the fences. What baseball reference am I trying to come up with here? Aim for the fences and you'll shoot in the stars. Reach, (laughs) reach for the, reach, keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. One foot in the gutter, one fist in the the moon. And at least you'll land among the the stars. Partner. Hit a home run. (laughs) Out of the park. Anyways, yeah. All, I think what, all the stuff you guys saying. said. They really did a lot, uh, a lot of uh, work to uh, advance a few storylines here for the women, which is good. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad to see it, right? So yep. we get kind of like three different women's segments in one. Now, I don't want them to think they only have to do one women's segment every week because they, they should not be doing that that that's i think it's so obvious that it's like i would be embarrassed if i were running the show because i'd be like is oh do you do you think we come across sexist oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you think we come across like we think they're just a bunch of pieces of shit oh okay like i would be embarrassed and be like well and i would do things purposefully to make it look otherwise and i know people are going to be like oh well, that's just uh, virtue signaling. Yeah, virtue signaling. She like this, but um, I don't care. It's also <laughs> what the people want. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's probably people that don't want it. I'm sure, but whatever. I want to see more good women's wrestling. Period. Yeah. And but this is a great way for them to at least have three different through three different stories that could potentially happen. I so love we'll it. See, yeah. Um, I. I, I do, in my heart, would really Your love Julia to see heart? in my Julia heart, my black mm-hmm. heart. Dark, um, dark heart. I want to see Willow uh, go heel. Uh, and there's still room for this where, you know, uh, Sky Blue tags with Julia Hart and, you know, it's about to, um, you know, it looks like they're about to win. And then it's Willow that goes heel out of nowhere. Um, but also, I understand and respect that she is a face that is getting over. And mm-hmm. as, as as much as I love uh, heels, it is much harder to be a face uh, that is interesting. Yeah. And she is interesting and nobody is doing it like her. So, you know, like if she does go heel, well, then she's just like one more heel. And the women's um, division is almost all heels. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like they do need to hold on to the few they have. Yeah. Uh, But I think there's a lot of great stuff here. And, like, Sky Blue has never really uh, lit my fire. And I think part of that is just because, like, the character wasn't engaging me. Yes. And now I'm interested. I'm like, I want to see more. Let's see what's going on. So, uh, and, of course, anything uh, uh, House of Black related is money. I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, so good. Exactly. So let's do all of this. All of it. Um, Do we thumbs this up? I thumbed we, it up. Yeah. MJF, he's what? still needs Again? partners. Still third segment. 
He's approached again by the acclaimed, and he looks really dejected. He cannot find partners. He's just sitting on the floor of the hallway. Yeah. Sad panda. And so they approach him with a bag, a garbage bag. Also, real quick, Bowen uh, uh, yells, everybody loves the acclaimed at MGF, who's sitting on the floor dejectedly. (laughs) It is so funny. And, like, they... Approach him, they give him this garbage bag. They're like, all right, we'll be your tag partners, but you have to scissor and you have to wear this. And it's like, I already in my head could see what it was. Yeah. And he was like, no fucking way. He gets up. And then. There's still one more team I can ask. There's still one more team I can ask. And he's looking at his little paper. And then he looks up. And <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Jay Lethal. You've got Jeff Jarrett, Sadnam Singh. You've got them all standing there like goofballs, like <laughs> all right there. And Jeff Jarrett's like, we're here to help. <laughs> and um, Taz, you he for some fucking reason, his uh, mic was on and you could hear him. He, I could hear Taz's distinct laugh, <laughs> laughing his goddamn ass off at Jeff Jarrett and all these guys, goofy ass guys, grinning, cheesing so hard. Such uh, fun. It's hilarious. And so, uh, so, but then MJF is looking at them and then he looks at the garbage bag and he's shaking his head because it's an impossible choice. Yep. yep an impossible yep. decision to make. That he has to make soon. Yes. I thumbs this up. Yep, yeah, absolutely. This was tremendous. This was fantastic. Renee Paquette talking to Roddy. Roddy calls Adam. And I don't really remember. Adam just jumps off the phone or some shit. Yeah. I've chosen to forget all of it because I just don't like it. I thumbs it yeah. down. Yeah. I, mm, I, I didn't thumb it. Uh, because it was like so forgettable. I was like, I, what is this thing? What is it supposed to be like? It's a waste of time. Is what it is. I, I will middle it because it didn't make me actively mad enough to thumb it down. Uh, because I mean, honestly, I probably thumbs down a lot of things, but I the, there was always a strong impetus for that. I don't like giving it out, and when this sort of thing, just like eh, whatever. I'm just going to middle it. I also middled it. Because the only difference between this segment and the last segment is Roddy being like, hey, can you believe that MJF doesn't want to be our tag partner? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you're annoying as fuck (laughs) and you won't get out of a fucking wheelchair that you don't need. Um, But anyways, yeah. Um, Anyways. I don't need to say more. <laughs> We've got the match of the night, the ending match. Some say the, the final match. Main event. Main some event, call event is some what call I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang versus MJF. And who did he choose? The Acclaimed. Da, da, da. And he's got his pink plaid scarf and his pink outfit. I could see it all before he even stepped out. <laughs> um, it's just so funny how many times they try to get MJF to do a scissor and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, 
And like when the Bullet Club Gold fucked up the four-way scissor party, as it was being called, the crowd going nuts with the let them scissor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was a good match. I mean, it couldn't not be a good match. It was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah, it was a fine match. But what's so fucking weird is that MJF loses. He almost won, but he lost. And yeah. I was like, wait, what does this mean anything? What the fuck? I forget what this means. Uh, uh, well, it means that he doesn't get his belt back. Right. Okay. But he's still the champ. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And. And it's one of those things where, like, uh, because it's a tag match, you know, he can take the loss and it's fine. You know, okay. uh, we're just trying to, like, sort of, like, killing time to get to uh, the big pay-per-view match. So, right. you know, we can have a little goofiness here and there. And, you know, and it's a, a well-wrestled match. So, yeah. you know, no complaints on any level. Just, uh, no. yeah. Um, and then they tried to hit MJF in the head with the belt, but Max Caster took the belt to the head for him. Yeah. Pushed it out of the way. When the Bullet Club Gold run off, Juice Robinson says, I I mm. also made a note of it's, this. This is mm. he keeps doing this and it's I the funniest it so shit much. in the world. When he did this last time, uh. I spit out my water and then this time <laughs> I'm just like, This is the greatest. It's just the best. Cause like yeah. everyone wants to say it, but their characters make them just instead either do a look or say something else. But he is cuckoo bananas. So he can say like a kid exactly what's on his mind, exactly what his feelings would say. And on the one hand, it comes across as goofy. And on the other hand, it comes across as pure. Like it's a pure emotion he's having that he hates. And it reads Exactly as it should. Yeah. So good. Like kids don't have any guile. They haven't learned how to lie like adults. Yeah. They only know how to uh, hide everything. Also like like that. And Chun Li. Guile and Chun Li. So like having Juice Robinson possess zero guile and just (laughs) unable to hide or mask in any way or obfuscate in any small way. These emotions. I love it. But yeah. they did do a four way scissor at the end. And uh no, not before though. MJF is like, no. And he starts to go away. Daddy yeah. ass grabs him and was like, No, after not after what he, what he did. did. That's true. <laughs> Just he, had to, he had to be the... a dad. He had to be a dad oh. for a sec. He had to <laughs> wrangle the kids. And um also, so, we yeah. got some great uh, 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 father-son moments in this match, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to uh, working out your feelings in the ring. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope to beat the piss out of my son with a uh, huge... Also, I want to look like uh, Kip Sop at his age. Sure. Jesus Christ. At any age. Oh, my God. At any age. At yeah. any age. Yeah, <laughs> fair. At no uh, point in my life did I look like that. And having um, MJF let Max hug him, I thought that was great, too. It was really cute. It was great. And it's one of those things, too. I'm like, this is also a nice continuing arc for MJF of, like, this learning how to friend, 
learning yeah. how to love and be loved. You know. Yep. Yep. I like it. All of this is wonderful. Thumbs up. Thumbs, Thumbs up. up. This is an eighty-one percent show. Um, there are a couple dips. Uh, overall, though, I had a wonderful time. There was some really, really great stuff in here. Yeah, it's yeah, a, I agree. A, a worthwhile show for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it, everybody. We did it. Show's sure did. over. Go home. Everybody Go home. enjoy your night. Sleep well. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bucks bite. Say prayers to your bucks. ancestors. It's... Dia de los Muertos. Oh. Of course, by the time I get this thing up, it'll be mid-December. Huh. So True. Ding dong, ding-a-ling, ding-ding, ding-ding, ding-ding-doom. <laughs>